Hello guys and girls, welcome to another episode of 4 Trouble 2. Uh, first of all, big apology from both me and Charlie for missing last week. Uh, we both had extremely busy busy weeks, but we are back. Uh, also, excuse me for having a bit of a croaky voice and you know, possibly coughing throughout the uh, podcast today. I spent the week pretty ill. Charlie also has an illness, not something that's contagious though, as it's called being a Manchester United fan. Um, <laughs> how are you this week, Charlie? <laughs> Well, it's, it's more positive this week, isn't it? Just about. Uh, well, we, we we could take the result, you know, standard. The result was positive, <laughs> exactly. But the result, um, the, the result, the, the points were positive, but the result for the rest of your season won't be positive. I mean, yeah, it's fine to celebrate a comeback, and we'll move into the game in a second. But mm. uh, I think Jose said um, how he just well, it, it kind of appeared that he just let our attackers play, uh, which he doesn't do. But that's not going to happen for the rest of the season, is it? He just threw everything. Um, but, yeah, getting into the game, a good start for United, yes. uh, the visitors, that is. Um, I, I don't know how much of the game you caught, but it was it was just appalling. Uh, they're all over us. They should have scored Possibly another two, definitely another one. Muto looks a really good signing, actually. I didn't think much of him when I saw him uh, earlier on in the season, but yeah, it just caused problems all over us back four. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I managed to watch, uh, I wasn't able to watch it live, but I managed to watch some highlights. Um, I think the first half just sort of showed the players' attitude towards Mourinho, and then I, I mean, again, mm. I, mean, I, I mean, you can say this about any, way, any Mourinho game anyway, but. I'd like to have been a fly on the wall to see what he said at half time. That would have been, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> they came up a bit more riled up, it seemed. Um, Was that, that, you could argue that would just be for themselves and for the club rather than him, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they get paid loads of money, but they are born winners. They want to win. Yeah. You know, every game they play for themselves, for their future, and, and for the fans in the club. But. <sighs> What would you really want to play for a manager that you know single-handedly just slags you off in the press? You know, looking at the team sheet uh, quickly here, he's he's uh, he's fine with the hair, hasn't slagged off Young, he slagged off Eric Bailly, Smalling. No, obviously we know everything about Shaw, mm. um, Tomlin. No, Matic. He seems to love everybody up in arms of the Pogba situation. Rashford he's called out recently. Lukaku he doesn't, which is mental considering his last month. Yeah. And Martial he's, he's had his problems with. So that's, you know, half the team. Why Why should, would they want to play for a... You know, do it behind closed doors. And then to sub sub by off after 20 minutes or 19 minutes. Well, this is the thing is you say you're doing it behind closed doors, but he's, you know, you've signed the most public manager in the world. That's what Jose yeah. Mourinho is. And that's part of... And, you know, it's not always something that hinders him. A lot of the time it helps because obviously that can get into... I mean, everyone's sort of figured it out now. But that's what a big part of him was back in the day. Mm. And that's, you know, how he managed to get around teams like Barcelona, like the best moves with us, etc. Um, I think he, he would have been absolutely perfect for United right after Fergie. That It gets said all the time. Mm. But now, you know, the board knew what they were getting when they signed Jose up. Um it's just frustrating because he, he, you know, playing playing Matic at centre back, and then he, back. well, he, to be fair, <laughs> I thought yeah, I think everybody jumped the gun. Pogba was there for a 
couple of minutes. I think it was more just happened to be there in different phases of play. But I mean, I would say though, yeah, I would say United probably were the better team throughout the game. Um, it's not great, is it? Playing two CDMs at home to Newcastle, who have managed four goals in their opening games, yeah, um, yeah. opening seven games. Uh, I think Pogba won man of the match. Um, he was good, but you know, so I don't know what needs to happen. I, I, I'm I, mean, the, I mean, the issue is now. I mean, if we if we come away from the game, because I think the game is a bit of you know, it's it's, it's a much smaller subject than what actually has yeah. to happen and what will happen at your club over the coming months. Um, you you can't sack Jose at this point because, especially after that reaction in that game, because then it's, you know, it's, who can, who can you get in realistically? What That's is that the then showing to your fans and show, showing to the players who are there as well? I mean, obviously they don't really like him. It might be something that they want, but then it's showing the, you know, player power is a big mm. part of Manchester United, which is really something that can't really can't really show that yeah. in your public image. Um, oh, I agree. And Pochettino it, was there in the summer, but um, yeah. that's that's gone now. Um, <clears throat> it's just ridiculous decisions. I don't understand. Like moaning about uh, needing to put a, a midfielder at centre back, you know, with Matic or whatever, and then complaining about Matic not being able to bring the ball out from the back. Well, you got a fifty million pound midfielder you signed that's actually really good on the ball. That's what we bought him for. Who, which, he's not featuring. Fred. We bought him the summer. I thought he said a really good. <laughs> no? Or did I miss could, could be worse. Could be Bakayoko. Okay. No, he won't be uh, uh, No, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, the content, I guess, for that, for that game, it's not great. Another two goals conceded, which is just disgraceful, really. Still in the negatives on the goal difference, which is absolutely mental. Um, but hopefully, after the international break, people can sort of regroup. Pogba tends to come back from the internationals um, happier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, imagine being him. He's so good, and he's got Deschamps and Mourinho as his two managers. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, Pogba gets the play of actual good players in the international break, doesn't he? So. Yeah, true. Um. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that over the coming weeks. It's yeah. always going to be drama, which that's what Jose Mourinho is really. Can't can't say it wouldn't be a uh, boring Premier League without him. Uh, although less so nowadays, because really want a good football there, isn't it? But um... <laughs> it'll be weird when he finally goes, and you know I can't see him after this coming back to any other Premier League team. So yeah, you know it's been you know a decade and a half of. Jose at the top. Most of that's been in, well, not most of it, but a lot, a lot of it's been in the Premier League. It's always been and it's in the public eye. So yeah, it's going to be quite weird to see where he goes. But that's for another. That's a different time. That's hopefully in two weeks' time when he's gone. It is interesting, actually. This is a point that I was speaking about with uh, my grandfather, uh, who's a Chelsea <laughs> fan. Um, even when Jose was abroad, he was always in the limelight of whatever we were. Of whatever we were watching in England, so when he was at Inter, he's big part of the Champions League, and obviously when he was at Madrid, he was at the biggest club in the world, and they were obviously yeah. doing really well in Champions League, and all the biggest results coming out of that, you know, um, like Inter faced us in the Champions League when he was there, and it's he, 
even when he's not been in the Premier League, he's always been just so visible to like anyone who's just who watches football really, even if he's in a smaller league like the Serie A was. Which is why I always, mm. I always find that quite interesting. Because um, when he I comes, think he when still he's been is, in England, just he's not done as well in the Champions League, which is a bit weird. But he still is there. It's just because United are in the same division as Joe, yeah. as, where, as where we live is is like that. It just doesn't look as um, big, I guess, because we have the Premier League all day, every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. if he went to somewhere else, he'd he'd or if he went to like PSG, for example, he'd he'd find a way. Yeah, he'd 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 gouge Jardim's eyes out or something. <laughs> um, so anyway, mo- moving on, I guess to to yeah, a, yeah. A, a, actually an away win, and they they keep doing it, Bournemouth. Yeah, it's a bit weird. They're now, you know, I mean, it's it's weird because at the start, I think people were again getting a bit worried about them, but that seems to happen every year. Um, mm. But they're now up to the magical sixth place, um, which is quite fifth now. Fifth, is it fifth? Fifth, yeah, Europa. No, no, it's sixth. Oh wait, no, no, sixth. sorry, yeah, sorry, Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal got above now. Yeah, yeah Arsenal played today. Um, but yeah, sixth still. You know, two points behind Arsenal and Tottenham. Um, four points off the top. Huh. I'm sure they take that to be honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was arguing about sixth or fifth. But it's also a bit weird because also because well, I think Watford were the team we were talking about like this couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Wolves also well, out there as well. But yeah, it's, this is this is quite interesting from the. I mean, it's early days, but from the mid-table teams, this is quite interesting. Well, I think we we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago for Bournemouth how they were on um, like twelve points maybe. Yeah, uh, and we're saying you know they're they're kind of a third of the way really to to safety. So sixteen now is yeah, <laughs> in eight games that's pretty that's, well. They're averaging two points a game, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's uh, that could have been enough to win them a couple of Premier Leagues, I think. But um, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I watched. Um, so the extend highlights of this game and they just caught Watford on the break every time uh, and then when um, they went down to 10 men Watford they just looked awful and I don't know if you've seen the, the yellow card the first one yeah I I that, that's a straight red for me <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. elbows <laughs> elbows um, the keeper in the head I don't understand how he's even complaining about yellow I, I, I don't quite yeah, I, I don't really there's, there's, We'll get onto it later, but Fernandinho did the same today against um, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Weird how they're getting away with things like this. But um, the highlight for me was uh, young David Brooks, who they bought up from the Championship last year, or this uh, this summer, sorry. Hmm. And he scored again, and he just looks a good prospect, I think. Uh, he's unlucky to not be in the England squad. I'm going to double-check that he's English. I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, but yeah, pretty sure he is. Pretty sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, well, they're, they're starting to adapt now. That's that's. I think. I think it, Eddie. It's it's good that they've kept Eddie Howe there. Um, yeah. They've just they've just they're getting a lot out of a of an average squad, which is what I guess what you need to do at, in the Premier League a lot of the time, especially with a much smaller club like Bournemouth. Um, there are players yeah, like, it... in that team you could like compare like you you could. You could compare them to play some of the players like Cardiff have and stuff. Um, oh, I think they're I think they're much got a much more talented squad than Cardiff. And a much more talented squad, but I mean they're comparable players, I'd say. And obviously it takes, but what my point is is that you know 
Bournemouth came up with a similar quality of squad, and now they're able to come to get, get wins against teams. So, like they're, they're they're not. I don't view Bournemouth anymore as a team that are a team that I always see as struggling to stay in the Premier League. I can see them as an established Premier League side now. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they were still in my bottom three to go down. I think Addy Howe's not great in the transfer market, but they they have big big players like. I think he's way past it now, but Defoe is a Premier League legend, really. So, yeah, it's good to have his experience. Callum Wilson's really underrated. Um, it's just unfortunate England have got so many decent strikers, I guess. But yeah. to come back from his his two, uh, is it ACLs? Two two massive injuries is big, and he, he still um, his goal, his mm. second goal, to reach. Like, uh, not his second goal his only goal was to reach up like that was was good to see yeah um, but yeah they, they, Watford were atrocious which is weird because we thought they kind of turned turned it around they're sort of mid-table um, I think they're joined with United now actually <clears throat> yeah yeah um, yeah they just look like they look like they're sort of getting it together now which is good Um Another team who seems to be getting it together is Everton, who uh, yeah, yeah, seems to be getting back to what they were. I'd say a couple of years ago, like a team who should be pushing for that top six spot, really. Um, yeah, I think is... uh, it helps now that that Richarlison has hit the ground running. We we said it both weeks, I think, of the podcast so far. Yeah, but it really, it really is. Look at uh, their opponents, Leicester. How they won the league is to have. A striker so on form, you just got to have someone that's putting in the goals and, yeah, um, yeah. I just, he's unstoppable at the moment, Richardson. Yeah, yeah. Um, teams are doing really, really well there, and Everton seems to be playing better football now, um, which is sort of what we expected from Marco Silva when he came in. Um, yeah, I'd say he's doing about what he, you know, he's performing at the level that he should be so far. Um, mm. There's a lot of big money players there, um, so I think it'll be quite worrying if he dropped off, if Everton dropped off at any point. But they have, if you look at their squad on paper, they have a lot of good, they have a lot of good players that they should be going for that top six spot, and the managers do it. Um, yeah, I, I quite like how they've got a lot of young players as well, like Lookman, um, yeah, Calvert Lewin up front. Oh, Richarlison's young as well, but I'm purely talking from a selfish home nations kind of. Viewpoint, but then at the back they've got like Keane's young Kenny, yeah, uh, Mason Holgate as well. So that it's quite good to see uh, that, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, Leicester again, also just just quickly, Leicester also not seem to be don't be very in and out. Leicester, I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if they have make a manager change sometime at some point this season. Yeah, again, going back to the the last podcast, we were saying about how Prowell seems to get the job done, but doesn't. Like none of the fans of any club are impressed. But um, I don't think it's the worst result losing two one to a good Everton team. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, it only brought them on twelve points of each other. I mean, they're both on twelve points. Yeah, I, I I would have probably if I had to back it, I would have backed the draw. Mm. So, <clears throat> um, I think Leicester would be more than fine. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Looking anywhere from like ten to thirteenth, that kind of place. They're not playing like great quality of football though, that's what I see quite often. And that seems to be a common thing with Pure. Um mm. but yeah. But 
who they they rely on Madison as their playmaker, and whilst he's a great talent, made the England squad. Yeah, he's, he's still young, so he's not going to be able to gra- grab every game. I don't think. Yeah, but yeah we'll, definitely. We'll see about them. Um, so moving on to well, it's probably the actually no. Let's, let's talk about the actual top three in the Premier League itself. Um, two of them played each other today. Uh, following on from the other two other teams playing each other last week. Mm-hmm. Um, which I suppose we should also lightly mention as we had to skip last week. Um, what did you think about Chelsea Liverpool last week? Or what did you? Who did you think the winner of that game should have been? What did you think it was a reserve draw? Um, I guess a draw worked. I thought Chelsea might have edged it, mm. maybe. Okay. Uh, well, obviously the the late storage equaliser, yeah, um, kind of has a say in that. Um, it's a good game. It's a very good game, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the the storage goal was good. <laughs> it's I mean, it's, goal again. I think it was a better game than what I was expecting. I mean, sorry, I was expecting a better game today between the four City, obviously based off last season. Um, especially more of a goal fest sort of thing. Um, hmm. I really liked today's game. I thought it was really good. I really I enjoyed it. If it was end to end. I thought it was good at points, it, but I just I didn't think it was. I don't know. I don't. The, the two, both, but, the, neither of the teams showed the quality that they have. I think so. It was. I think it was a good but, game, but they didn't. Neither of them showed their attacking quality. Thing is, I think um, Pep just can't play this team for whatever reason, and both of the managers are only set up to play one way. So if you know. Um, how how is he going to change it? I guess he tried to change it with the personnel. I thought leaving Ma- uh, Sane out for Mahrez was a weird decision at the start, and it proved it. Not just we'll ignore the penalty for now. Yeah. I thought Mahrez had one good bit of play in the whole game, late second half. Mm. Uh, I thought he was atrocious for for most of it. Every every ball went down to Sterling mainly, um, who looked to cause many more problems, but. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I just I don't. I've seen a lot of hate on Twitter for it, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I thought I Bernardo just, Silva was think... excellent. Sorry, go. On. I was just going to say I thought Bernardo Silva was fantastic. I think he got man of the match. Um, not one hundred percent positive, mm. but yeah, I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Um, I think there was a key moment when Milner got injured, about a third of the way into the game, maybe half an hour in, uh, and they brought on Cater who. Didn't look fit at all, considering he collapsed midweek uh, with a back problem. Yeah. But when Milner was on, because of because he played left back before, he quite often slotted in there and let Robert Robertson like bomb down the wing. Yeah. It's given Walker loads of problems. Kyle Walker didn't get forward at all in the first half, really, mm-hmm. which is yeah. weird. And I think maybe if we had ninety minutes, not half an hour of that, who knows what Liverpool could have done. Yeah, <coughs> I think I think for me it was just that both teams seemed to sacrifice something today. And Gallio said this afterwards that he was he, he did curb their their attacking influence a bit to make sure that Liverpool weren't getting at them every single time mm. they came down into that third half of the pitch. But Liverpool half, looked third, tired. Third, third, the final third of the pitch. Um, mm. Yeah Liverpool, Liverpool did seem tired as well. It's this it's different that that hard game away at Napoli. Yeah, that they ended up losing in the last minute which must have been <laughs> what's a fuck um, what's a shame. I think Neville was saying on commentary on Sky today 
that they should have rested a couple of the players in the Champions League because this is the best chance they're going to get at the, the Premier League. Yeah. I, I can see what he means, but it's hard because how can you go away to Napoli? They're in a tough group. You know, they've already beaten PSG. Yeah. They need to kind of go to Napoli and get a result, whether that's a draw. How can you leave the front three that you have off? I just... Yeah. yeah. I don't think that would sit well with the fans. I don't think Klopp could, could do that, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, um, I mean, it'll be interesting to see where Liverpool end up this season because obviously, and I think Gary Neville hit the nail on the head during during the game actually today. Yes, uh, today, um, they one of the things about them is they they just don't stop running. You know, they don't stop moving, they don't stop running. Um, everyone in that team, even including the defense, is constantly moving. Um, and if you're doing that to you know, three times in in a week in seven days, which often it, that happens um, with all the cup. If you're in all the cup competitions, that's going to start yeah. affecting you eventually. And Liverpool, I think what we're going to see over the next few weeks is their squad depth because they do have they do have some squad players, but not comparable to someone like City. They're, you know, who have like yeah, Mario Sane or that sort of thing. They don't they don't have that yeah. depth in attack anyway, without a doubt. Yeah. Or defence. Mm. <laughs> um, it's interesting, I think, for Liverpool to have gotten two draws <coughs> um, in as many weeks against the two challengers for the title. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's enough if they wanted to, to beat City to the title. I think you'll probably be the first to say Chelsea might probably just fall off this year, which is to be expected. I hope, I kind of hope they don't, obviously. But um, I think Chelsea taking a draw against Liverpool at the Bridge is a better result here than Liverpool taking a draw at home yeah, to City. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we'll quickly talk about that Firmino arms match as well. Um, <laughs> not much to say in it apart from the fact: how did he get away with that? <laughs> um, I don't know. Did he even get booked the whole game? I don't think he did. He made about seven challenges that were bookings. Yeah, I don't. I, um, I don't think he <coughs> like it's. <coughs> excuse me. It's it's weird because I actually think Atkinson did well today for such a big game. Yeah. Uh, he missed a City penalty. I think City should have had a couple actually, but yeah, the the challenge on Aguero because he just gets straight back up. Yeah, that, yeah that's yeah, a yeah. stone wall for me. But yeah, Fernandinho didn't get a booking. Um, someone said it on commentary. I can't remember who that. Because um, he sort of smiles all the time, they tend to get away with it. And as weird as that sounds, I think it's true because Ander Herrera is a little shitbag, really. Hmm. Um, as you know, he's snapping at ankles and he's constantly fouling people, and he tends to not get booked. Yeah. Um, so I think that there is some substance to that. Uh, there's a few other players, and I can't think of one, but there are definitely other players for other teams that do that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and every team tends to have a little. Uh, a person that kind of does those challenges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's interesting. Do you reckon he'll get a ban for that? I don't think. He will, I don't. I don't think he will. I don't think he'll be looked at really. Um, but but actually, he, he, yeah. Equally, I've kind of forgot that Mane should be looked at as well because when he falls down, I don't know if you noticed this. He sort of like falls and his legs go in the air somehow, but then he actually like extends his right leg under Fernandinho's left shoulder. I think. Yeah. Sort of kicks him, which mm. leads to the little fracas. But so that that could be looked at. But then, 
it, they'd both kind of be bad for the same thing, I think, really. Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's let's talk about the other the, the third team in that uh, in that little circle mm-hmm. there, Chelsea as well. Um, Looked very good, very comfortable today. I thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just been hazard, really. Well, really it was it was brilliant again today, but I just want to before we talk about how good Chelsea were because they were. Um, yeah, I thought Southampton were absolutely terrible. They just didn't press at all. They didn't want to win the ball back. They were just kind of happy with their sort of two banks or, or whatever. And then I think the crowd, they, they, uh, I think it was, might have been Ings or Lamina or someone pressed, got the ball back, and the crowd just got behind them. And then they started to, to come on to you. Um, but there just wasn't enough there for the whole whole time. I don't know if you saw, but the pre-match, um, Jeff Trees was asking yeah. uh, if Sarri had expected them to set up with three at the back. And he said, yeah, we we've, we nailed it in practice, which was just brilliant the way he said it. Really shut Jeff yeah, Trees yeah. down. <laughs> uh, which is great. He can be, but, um, from what I've seen, from what it was like in Napoli, he can be a little bit cheeky at times, but he, he tries to be as stern as possible. Yeah, well, I, I like that, and like, yeah, because yeah, they they ask terrible questions, they're going to get terrible answers. So, um, but yeah, I just, I don't think there's that much to talk about in the game, other than you were literally that much better than Southampton. Yeah, and uh, I thought Hazard was really good. Obviously, the Jorginho's ball um, was it for the third goal, I think. Yeah, yeah, out to Hazard was amazing. Uh, he was really good to have someone so accomplished on the ball is. Must be so good. Yeah. Just little, little. You know, you think he's in trouble, then he'll sort of dink it over a man, and it looks comfortable, but it's not risky at all. Just eases the play on everybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't have too much to say. I mean, it's just uh, I'm happy that we can play, you know, really good football, and that all our players really are at the, playing at their best, apart from maybe Murata, but he's hopefully going to get back there eventually. Um, yeah, that's that's a goal that should give him some confidence now, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I'm happy I can say that and say it's business as usual. Um, yeah. I thought Barkley was very good. He's, he's back in the squad, the England squad, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I I, so, um, Sarri seems to really back him. He's come ahead. He's come in ahead of Loftus-Cheek now. He's he's massively uh, I think, improved. I think, he's, I think he is a better player than Loftus-Cheek overall. Yeah. yeah but I, I guess he's, he's more offensive, Barkley. But I think he's definitely worked on his... So, uh, so I remember uh, Everton... He'd try and dribble past three or four people, lose it, and just give up. Yeah. Uh, whereas now, well, look at the the assist for the Hazard goal. He he wouldn't have done that at Everton, crunching into a challenge and slipping it through, and then Hazard's not missing from there. So it's like he earned himself a nice goal and assist. He's still quite young. He's you know he's he's um he's definitely he's definitely gonna he's got so much room to improve, which is which is something that's definitely underrated in in the in the way that we signed him, you mm. know. Um, it's just he's, I think he's so good on the ball. He's effortless. Yeah, and he's England got, he's got really could have done with him in the World Cup. And he's got the energy. Yeah, really, yeah, um, yeah. I thought yeah. if if he'd have played the World Cup instead of maybe Ali when Ali wasn't firing. Yeah, if we'd have had a Henderson, Barkley, and Lingard, Barkley and Lingard with that that energy would have been really good. But ah, never mind. Yeah, I think I think. Someone we'll talk about for quite a while. I don't think he'll fade into the distance again. Um, no. But yeah. Um, just a quick note on Chelsea. Something that's just broken out. I mean, well, probably expected. But um, something that's just come out on uh, social media over the last 
five minutes, uh, as I've checked Twitter. John Terry has announced his retirement. Um, hey, finally. Um, so he's off to Villa then? Could be off to Villa, or also he could be off to coach our under-21s. He was there the other day. Okay. Um, for quite for most of the day, actually, from one of the Chelsea accounts that I followed, that I saw... Um, so he knows like stuff about like but like you know one of those accounts knows stuff about the club and stuff like that. Um, mm. He was there for quite. He wasn't like just like a routine visit to see some mates. He was there for quite a lot of the day. Um, so could be seeing him on the back at Chelsea or possibly yeah in the Villa role. Although I did see that someone that he can't actually take the Villa role at the moment because he needs a. Um, I can't remember the name of the coaching badge, but he needs that coaching badge before he takes the takes a managerial job, but it only takes about three oh, really? weeks. It takes about a month to go I through if he... he goes for it. Yeah. I heard that it was Henri that was going to um, take he looks over like the, the actual managerial job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he'd bring in uh, Terry, which is a weird duo. Of course, Henri's got his badges from the Belgium national squad, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, just, I think a closing point on Chelsea, I thought... Um, Old Kepper in goal had some really good saves. Yeah, he's, he's Danny Ings looking like the player. He, he looks, he looks about fourteen. Your keeper, <laughs> your Kepper. It's yeah. really weird. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's um, but he's quite small as well, isn't he? He is small, but, but he's he, very good in the ball. And I think I just I just want to say this now. I think the seventy-one minute we paid for him will end up paying off. I think, especially <laughs> if you look at how Tebow has been getting on at Real Madrid so far. Yes. That goal yesterday was. Oh, he's not even that small. He's six. He's six foot two. I just looked yeah. him up, but yeah, yeah. Um, um, all in all, a good, good pair of results for our teams this weekend, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, results only. So let's go around the grounds, Charlie. Um, you mentioned to me before we started the podcast, you wanted to talk about the Bundesliga, which is not a real league. We'll talk about it anyway. Um, <laughs> You play, you play on Thursday nights. It's a bit harsh, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, just literally, to, uh, well, yeah, two results mainly that I'd like to touch on is Gladbach up in second now. Mm. Uh, uh, well, there's three teams on the same amount of points, but Gladbach up in second, uh, beating Bayern Munich three 0 away from home, um, which is. I, I don't know what's going on at Bayern, really. Um, I confess to not watching as much Bundesliga as I once used to, just from being busy, but I like to take an interest in it. But Bayern have just been... Their last four results, I believe, are a one-all draw at home, mm. a 2-0 loss away, and they drew with Ajax in the Champions League, if I remember rightly, and then this this 3-0 battering. Um, it's just bizarre. I don't quite know what's happening. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they'll turn it around, but cause they're only like a point off um, second place, and then they're, they're, I think it's four off Dortmund who will come on to. But yeah, yeah, it's it, it's quite quite nice. I wonder how they'll fare in in the Champions League because usually Bayern Munich are you know semi final every year. Yeah, I think yeah, I can see a bit of a demise on the horizon for them. I think the Bundesliga is not up to the quality of what other teams are in the Champions League anymore and that's not yeah. that's not me like sort of hating on the Bundesliga really. I, I generally don't think that's a they've got it there in, in their teams I don't think Dortmund are very strong I think they do alright against a lot of other teams that are in there like you know Monaco etc mm. um, 
But then you look at the sort of teams that are in their top four at the moment. I know it's early days, very early days, but yeah, uh, Borussia Monkey Lunchbox. Um, <laughs> Red Bull. Uh, I mean, Leipzig are like all right, but they also haven't done that well in Champions League so far. Um, well, they're down in sixth. You got. Um... Oh wait, no. Hang yeah, on. Just Why is my table not? They just won. Yeah. Why is my table not updated? <laughs> I, was looking, I was looking at that, thinking they have just won. I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, Bremen as well. Um, yeah, it's quite interesting to see that. It's. It's strange. I'm sure it will sort itself out. Like I happily put money on uh, Bayern. To, the, to be honest, Bayern to win the league price is probably terrible. So yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah. Um, anything else that we need to talk about from around the grounds? Um, well, I'll quickly touch on Dortmund. Um, yeah, yeah, Dortmund. Of course, yeah. it's good to see. Well, great comeback. Um, they would be expected to win this kind of game against Augsburg anyway. But to see Paco uh, Alcacer. Um, didn't really get much game time at Barca. I guess you'd argue he knew that anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. But to be so, he's come come to Dortmund and a he's, he gets subbed on uh, around the hour mark, I believe, and then to score a hat trick. Yeah, not bad. At all. Um, and that that winning free kick, oh, it's just great. It's great to see. And then Jaden Sancho as well, um, marking his first call up to the England senior squad with another assist. It's good to see some some youngsters uh, leave. For game time, yeah, in different countries, I think England have really missed that. Uh, it's something that hopefully the next crop of players will do. Obviously, Lookman went out to Germany, and we see Reese Nelson gone out there as well for opportunities. So, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's good to see the shock. The shock result to me though is is um, Real Madrid. But I'll let you take this because it's more your league. Yeah. Well. <laughs> what's what um, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, and that I'll let you take it for that as well um, yeah just uh, oh dear what a shame um, I don't really know what I, they're not really playing a style at the moment is what I can say most of them is you know I suppose Zidane was actually quite similar Zidane sort of played quite boring football especially for a Real Madrid team but, but did Zidane not have a, a style that it was boring maybe but he had a style he had a style he knew, he knew exactly what he wanted to do but yeah Lopetegui is, is I think the issue right now it just right seems now, to be all over the shop it, it, it is because the issue right now is they don't have they don't have a Galactico they don't have a player like that really they don't have a player who's gonna, who can change the game on you know on a moment's notice they does, does Bale not count as that? no no He's, he's never he's been never been that for them. He's had a couple of good what? moments for them, but he's not had the yeah true. You know, someone like Ronaldo. Thank, thank God for that like. Champions League final. Thank <laughs> God for that Champions League final. Yeah, cool, yeah. Um, I guess they wanted Bale and Isco to step up to the plate and support Benzema, but yeah. Um, I mean, they're not. They're still only two points off the top, aren't they? Um, yeah, it's, it's not. So it's, it's not anything dramatic yet, but but they're not. But they're not really playing. They should be playing better than what they are currently. And I understand mm. they want to start using younger players as well, um, which they are starting to do. But then again, it's hard to sort of fit them in. They're also playing a very standard four four two, and it's not like a dynamic four four two. It's it's literally, um, you know, four two four four two. We'll play fucking four four two. Um, and also, and also, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm going to check this, but I'm pretty sure Tony Cruz plays on the right of their midfield, which is just not what you want either. 
Um, Fantastic. Especially when you've got he's gone full. He's gone full Atletico Madrid. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, I'm just Yeah, he did. And this Benzema. Jesus. Like I said, there's quite a lot. From what I saw, there's quite a lot of passes that went out to Benzema, and nothing happened because there's no pace whatsoever down that side. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with Madrid over the next few weeks, but it seems that Karma might be uh, getting getting them back for them. Uh, taking up a team in this summer. I'd, yeah, I guess the argument is who who else was out there for them to get. Yeah, uh, when Zidane left. Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting. Um, it's good Maybe. to see a last minute winner though from from a smaller team. Yeah, about a doubt. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed. Although Alavés doing quite well this season, aren't they? Yeah, they, yeah, they're not doing too points? bad at all. Um, is it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, sorry, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, they are, and they're up to sixth, which is so doing quite well for them. Um, it's not like a Huesca or a uh, who else is down there at the moment, Rayo Vallecano. Yeah, um, it's not like them going and taking taking the win at home to Real Madrid, but <clears throat> yeah, smaller teams aren't doing too bad too, uh, so far. Uh, they've also got Espanyol up there, had a couple of good results recently, and also bad in the lead. Um, have done quite well, and they've, they've, they seem to be actually playing good football from what I've seen. Um, just yeah. I just I don't I'm not going to say I watch their games, but from social media I've seen quite a few of their passing routines and a couple of their goals popping up every now and again, which means they must be doing well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not going to say it's going to be the most ex- you know exciting season for the the, the Liga, but the early results are indicating that you know. Could get a bit more of a mix, especially with Sevilla currently top while Barcelona are playing. Um, yep. We'll see where that goes. Um, but yeah. Uh, but it, ooh, there's actually some more breaking news, Charlie. Really? Concerning Manchester Jose United. Jose Jose Mourinho. I'm, I'm, hang on, I'm a professional. No, what? Jose Mourinho. I've been a professional. I've not got Twitter open. Is still Manchester is United gone? manager. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to do that every week um, so that's not news is it technically <laughs> it, was, it was a joke Charlie um, yeah. well it's not funny <laughs> um, any Champions League results in the midweek Charlie that stuck out to you at all uh, yes United terrible <laughs> that, was a, that, was uh, that was an absolute abysmal game I have to say that as well that was an absolute <laughs> disgrace um, I get we've touched on Napoli. Um, yeah, of course, beating uh, Liverpool. Um, I think I said that Dortmund Monaco would be a good game. I didn't actually get time to watch any of the highlights for that, but a nice three 0 win for Dortmund. Hmm. Um, I guess uh, you, we have to we have to speak about the best player of all time, uh, just destroying Wembley, uh, which is good because you know for for a while he didn't score against any English clubs, and then. Uh, uh, then he bagged against United in the final. Yeah, uh, but but Messi is just unreal. Like that that game, Tottenham weren't at, Tottenham weren't actually that bad. Um, but how how do you stop Lionel Messi? Just the work rate for his his the goal, and then obviously he just gets a, pretty much a tap in for Messi. But then you look at it actually, it's not a tap in. He's got to send Lloris the wrong way. Yeah, uh, which is it's hard to do. Um, but that moment, that, that that game, sorry, contained so many moments. 
the the opener, two minutes or one minute or whatever in, Larice still on the piss, allegedly. Uh, just that's not what you want, is it? When you're at home to one of the best teams in the world, you think right, keep it calm in the first ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> then your keeper comes rushing out like that. It's just not good. Not the best. That's um, but I think we got a goal of the the weak contender by Rakitic, really, haven't we? Uh, yes, rather well, no, actually, let's move, let's move on to our our goal of the week. Obviously, Rakitic was pretty good. Um, there's another and contender. The, the, the pass as well. Sorry, the Coutinho pass was yeah, it was actually unbelievable. <laughs> I d- it's it's a bit like like he he didn't know. I don't think he knew who was there. I think he knew what he was doing. Yeah, but he didn't hey. know who was there? It was a three sixty no scope Modern Warfare two special. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's also a goal from Martial. That you want to mention as well from Martial, yeah. Um, it's about time that Jose played our our uh, best attacker mm. for game in game out. You know, him and uh, him and uh, Rashford um, sort of were doing shift patterns, I guess, on the left wing. Then we brought Sanchez in, and he's ruined both of them. Um, but lovely link up with Pogba, who another great assist. Um, just a great finish from Martial it's not a goal of the week but it was brilliant. as a fan it's great to see that kind of thing um, Yeah. especially as we've heard that Martial and Pogba are sort of down tools and don't want to play for Jose Yeah. Uh, to see those two uh, connect like they did was great so our goal of the week is drumroll Gilfie uh, has to be Gilfie Sigerson uh, oh, for Everton so good son I'm going to load this goal <laughs> again just to watch it as I mean, we speak that's the the, the turn he, he absolutely sells James Madison goodbye narrative yeah uh, <laughs> it's it's oh. uh, if that's the goal and you've the got to see guys that is one you absolutely have to check out it's just I mean it's those sort of goals that you definitely tend to go for I mean there, there's a goal today for example like the the uh, back here today for Arsenal the way that Ramsey you know works for that but yeah uh, just when you've got a screamer like that, especially when it's a match-winning goal. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say it's because it's game winner as well. Late in the game, I think. Yeah, about fifteen like, minutes to go. Yeah, yeah, seventy-six minutes it was. It's just like it's. What helps is it's so fluid, like the turn, the touch out the feet. Yeah, and then the hit is all kind of in one nice fluid motion. It's just oh, it's so good to watch. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Um. So that's our second goal of the week. Um, so well done. Uh, I'd just yeah. like to say that's Iceland's best ever footballer. Moving on <laughs> to the, <laughs> the end of the podcast, really. Um, well, well, yeah. Unless, unless it's got the internationals to look forward to, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you'd probably a peek behind the curtain is that Jake and I both do not care about international football. <laughs> not in really, uh, the World Cup's great and. and the Euros are going to be ruined by FIFA, thanks. But yeah, um, it'll be interesting. I don't care for this. I I hope most of our players just rest. Yeah, um, I mean, I was quite happy at the squad announcement. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that because yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot yeah, of players brought in. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think Shaw's in there. I think Young's in there. Yeah. Lingard's of course injured. Um, uh, and Dumb and Dumber are left out, so I think we're kind of safe there. Um, it's good, because I remember growing up and it was a lot of just the big four, 
and if you played for the big four, you got in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas now, you know, it's like Maguire's getting in, for example, um, which is great to see. Madison. Did you all want to say uh, that? Um, God, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Do you know, I don't, are, England, are England playing both Croatia and Spain? I don't even know. I haven't actually checked. We will check this like, throughout the week, Charlie, and then uh, discuss this. This is the most. This is the most least. This is the least professional podcast ending I think we've done so far. The um, most least. Well, yes. cheers. Well, it's better than last week when we didn't have a podcast ending at all. Um, yeah, true. Anyway, um, this has been Four Trouble Two for this week, guys. Um, hope you've enjoyed our discussion. We have two social media accounts. Um, one on Instagram where we also post goals and other shit uh it is at four trouble two <laughs> <laughs> this is this is not going to get a feed you rating on itunes is it um <laughs> i definitely listen to it as well um yes uh for, at four trouble two on instagram um, we're also over on twitter as well where we post a lot of polls um so give us a follow on there and send us any feedback or any questions you have for next week's episode of the podcast um both of our teams got wins this weekend, but very different reactions from both of us here at Four Travel Two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you very much, guys, for listening, and have a great week ahead. It's, there's a lot less football on, so find another sport or hear water polo picks up this time of year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, guys, and goodbye. You're supposed to say bye at the end of that. <laughs> oh dear. Just done a line, have you? Done an accidental line. Oh, I need to let me know, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just knocked something over on my knees. <laughs> um.